gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined, as always, by a man who's been hitting the gym and hitting the weights. It's Captain Tears. Look at these biceps, Sills. Hadn't been this big in 42 years. That is, yeah, they've gotten big surprisingly fast, Tibbs. All natty, baby. You have a bottle of IcoPro with a like a, a nipple on it. You're sucking I IcoPro right now. Tibbs are natty daddy. All right, well, uh, that is, of course, because Captain Tibbs getting prepared for what might be the biggest weekend in his car entire career where he faces off against one of his oldest rivals, Momoa Curry. But that's only if you can get through your, I'd say, newest rival, but also your son, Chuck Tibbs. Well, you know what, Sills? It's gone on for too long. Let let Chuck just go on, do whatever he wanted. And you know, sometimes he's had success, sometimes he's had failures. All in all, he's been my son and I've loved him. But he did something that you should never do. Laid a hand on his daddy. And now daddy's gotta come back and show him who's boss. That is right, but I mean, you're right. He has had some success recently ever since showing this new attitude getting a victory last week in Block A of the J1 tournament against the man known as Scotty Moore, a former champion. But you know, one man who did not fare as well was the man known as Big Cyrus Crane, who was, of course, facing off against our JWF champion, or not JWF champion, JWF captain's champion, Crush Atlas. And, of course, we know Big Cyrus was coming into that match basically under the orders of his, well, former manager, possibly Lawrence Whitney, to destroy Atlas. Instead, we got what I would consider to be one hell of a wrestling match and then a show of respect after the fact from Cyrus. Exactly. It was big Cyrus. He came out. He fought a hell of a match. And at the in the end, he deferred to the better wrestler, the better competitor. Crush Atlas, he shook his hand in the best show of sportsmanship I've seen all year. That is and where does that get him with Lawrence fucking Whitney? Tibbs, if you look in the ring right now, probably not somewhere well, quite possibly the unemployment line because the Whitney family is in the ring. Gazi, the tag team champions, Demon Inc., they are all in the ring, but there's one face missing, and it's Big Cyrus Crane. So let's hear what Whitney has to say about this situation. No, no, you know, you know something? I know what you're all going to say, and I'm just going to get ahead of the curve right now and say that Lawrence Whitney and the Whitney family are fine. I mean, yes, two of my biggest enemies may have reunited to take down my tag champions at Wrestlepalooza, but it's fine. Crush Atlas may have hastily defeated the giant Cyrus Crane last week, but it's fine. And then Cyrus may have chosen to raise his opponent's hand in the air, going directly against my orders like a big bitch. But once again, it's fine. Everything's cool over here in Whitneyland, the most hashtag winningest place on earth. And you know why things are fine over here? Because, ooh, you feel that, boys? You feel that weight lifted? The Whitney family as a whole lot lighter now that the alleged giant known as Big Cyrus Lame is no longer holding us back. 
You see, despite my hatred for those two, the BS boys made a very good point a couple of weeks ago. They said that the only part of the Whitney family that truly matters are these two men behind me in the form of Demon Inc. They said their tag team championships are the glue holding this family together, and that's a truth that, I'll be honest, I have had to learn to accept. You see, greatness is no longer something you are awarded when you join the Whitney family. It is something you earn. And Big Cyrus Crane is just the first casualty of not knowing to recognize your own greatness. And while things might be fine for us in Whitneyland, I can guarantee they aren't fine for Big Cyrus while he's waiting in the unemployment line, waka waka. But now we must move on to the future, which features more opportunities for my men to either fall from grace like Big Cyrus, or to step up and to prove to me their greatness. And it begins this Wednesday on Defiance, because yes, Crush Atlas, once again, I have you firmly in my grasp, because before you face my nightmare at Wrestlepalooza, and before he takes that captain's championship from around your waist, you've got two more matches ahead of you. One next week against Demon Inc. and whatever failure you choose as a partner. And one this Wednesday against a man that has been itching to stare you down and let you feel the fear of hell itself. Because this Wednesday, Crush Atlas, your judgment day is coming around, baby, as you go face to face with the devil himself. Randall fucking Crowley, I'm fine. Tibbs, I gotta say, I don't think he's fine. I think there may be some issues with Lawrence Whitney right now. You know, Sills, he was hiding it real well, but I, I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to see the cracks forming in Lawrence Whitney. Yeah, there's just a, saw like a subtle shake of the head that reveals some uh, inner, inner machinations in the mind of Lawrence Whitney. But speaking Only of a minor scream of agitation. Exactly. But if you want to talk about a man who has most certainly been agitated lately, it has got to be your son, Chuck Tibbs. Uh, a man who... Well, Tibbs, I guess he thought that he had the whole world in his hands. Thought that he had the JWF universe in his palms when he managed to frame the Hammer Man for a vicious assault on your life. But of course, the truth always comes out. And in this case, Chuck Tibbs has not been responding well to that truth. Not at all, Silza. He almost got away with it, my son, which I almost, almost respect, Silza. Honestly, if it had been anybody else but me. Really, big, big props. That's a, that, those are the kind of moves that really put a man on top. That is right. But I can't really respect him because of who he was coming after. That's, that's my son for you. That is right, Tibbs. But for right now, Chuck Tibbs is backstage with his new, his new heavy, the man known as Robert Hill. And I'm sure they have got some words ahead of the Wrestlepalooza matchup of a lifetime. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad Big Daddle backstage here with a man who is looking to have two big high-profile matches at Wrestlepalooza, the man known as Chuck Tibbs. Now, Chuck, the people at home have got to know, why? 
What is spurring this change in you over the past few weeks? I changed? You think it was me that changed, huh, McDonald? No, 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 no. It was this company that changed. It was my father that changed. Do you know who I was just a few short years ago? I was your JWF World Heavyweight Champion, and I was beloved. Do you understand those words, McDonald? Beloved. I was a man who fought for what I believed in, and I was a man that did everything I could to ensure that these people got what they deserved. And what they deserved back then was a fighting champion. Everyone begged for Chuck Tibbs to come back. They begged for Chuck Tibbs to find his edge again, to find what made him special. And now, now that they've got everything they ever wished for, they're scared. They're terrified. Because the truth is, they all know that I deserve that match against Momoa Curry at Wrestlepalooza. I deserve to end his career, and I deserve to do what I've never gotten to do, and that is stand tall at the end of Wrestlepalooza, the biggest show of them all. And I truly believe that. But when I fought for those beliefs, when I did everything I had to do, when I made the tough decisions, no, 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 the JWF universe suddenly, suddenly says, no, Chuck, no, no, that's evil, that's wrong. They turn their back on me. When they should have turned their back on punks like the Hammer Man. They should be booing people like that. Men like him who didn't have to fight for where they are. They just have a fun little gimmick. They wear a fucking mask. They got to ride to the top on the praises of my idiotic father. Those men didn't have to fight for what they believed in. They just fight for the people. <laughs> yeah, the people. The fickle little... Oh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Chuck, par pardon me, pardon me. I'm just getting an announcement right now through my fancy ear speaker thing. Speaking of the Hammer Man, it actually would appear as though your father would like to give the Hammer Man another opportunity in a rematch against you. Fine. I'll take him out. It, just like I'm going to take out my father at Wrestlepalooza. Oh, oh uh, so, sorry, and I am being told that, yes, okay, uh, that your associate here, Robert Hill, uh, he will be banned from ringside. Okay, that's fine too. I don't need him to win a match. I have beaten the Hammerman before on my own, and oh, I can um, do so, it sorry, again. Um, and now it would also appear that that match will be contested under nautical rules. Fine. He's trying to get under my skin. Fine. He wants to piss me off? Fine. Well, you know what, Dad? You just signed your favorite wrestler's death warrant in that ring. Because nautical rules means Chuck Tibbs can do whatever the hell he wants. And I'm thinking this Wednesday, Chuck Tibbs is going to end the whole life of the Hammer Man. Well, Tibbs, that is a bold play there. The Hammer Man versus uh, Chuck Tibbs.
nautical rules Robert Hill banned from ringside. A wise play, I would say. You know, I, I thought about it last night in the shower and really, really thought it'd get under my son's skin, and I think that it did. Well, also, Tibbs, you gotta remember a couple of weeks ago, Chuck was scheduled to wrestle the Hammerman. Instead, Chuck, much like he did to you, assaulted the Hammerman with that steel pipe on their way to the ring. Of course, that night, the Hammerman managed to get the advantage, but who knows who's gonna come out to on top this Wednesday on JWF Defiance, but there is another matchup that I know I am extremely interested to check out, and it is what I would consider the finals of Block B of this year's J1 tournament as the man known as Mark Plays takes on the Jebedook. You gotta think, Jebedook is one win away from going undefeated in the entire tournament, but if Mark Plays gets the victory instead, he's gonna be the one headed to Wrestlepalooza. Uh -huh, this is a very precarious spot for our boy, the Jebedook. Well, that is right. I mean, you also have to consider this. If Jabberduck wins, if he does go on to Wrestlepalooza to fight in the finals of the J1 tournament, that man's going to be pulling double duty. Night one, he's going to start the show fighting in the, uh, starting in the opener, the J1 match, and then in the main event. I mean, I don't know if the uh, Jabberduck would be wise to do this. Uh, you know, Sills, I think that's the thing about the Jabberduck is he doesn't always make what you'd call the wisest decisions, but he tends to come out on top even when he doesn't. He's like a, a protagonist in one of those animes. That is right, but he is in our ring right now. And, oh, well, usually this is the part where Jeb gets interrupted by somebody, but hey, why don't we go down to the ring and hear what the Jebedux got? Oh, there it is. Him, the uh, man known as Mark Blaze, the Jebedook's opponent and former best friend, I'm sure Mark would call himself, coming down to the ring. What the hell is this guy doing? Really should have expected this ourselves. All right, all right, all right. Hello, everybody. My name is Mark Plays, and I'm finally here to give up the... Uh, the goose, or whatever they call it. The gander, that's right. I am here to throw out the baby with the bathwater, I think. Because right now, the time for friendship is over, and Jeb, you know, I have been... I have been an absolutely astounding friend to you these past few weeks. I've helped reinvigorate your career. I've given you new moves, new gear, new entrance ideas, and you have done nothing but throw those ideas back in my face. You've done nothing but take my kindness and flush it down the toilet. I don't know what it is about you, man. You used to be cool, dog. I don't know what this newfound ego you've gotten since winning the Regal Rumble is all about. It's, it's turned you into an absolute monster. Which is why this Wednesday on Defiance, I will be forced to slay that monster. And when I do, I will be the winner of Block B of this year's J1 tournament. And Jeb, baby, I don't want to do that to you. I really don't. You see, you have fought valiantly. You have done what literally no other man in this tournament has been able to do. And that's go undefeated. But you've left me with no choice but to fight you with everything I've got and to put you down like the dog you are. And then, 
I'm going to head to Wrestlepalooza and do something that you can't. Fight with honor. And I will fight with honor when I win this year's J1 tournament, just like I did last year. And then this entire crowd will cheer when they hear that the winner of this year's J1 and your next JWF champion is... Oh, oh Tibbs, look at that! The Jebedoc just grabbing Mark Plays and dropping him with the Ducal Whirl straight into the mat. Tibbs, you gotta think after months of being interrupted, this is all that Jebedoc's wanted to do. Absolutely, Sills. Honestly, it is all that I've wanted the Jebedoc to do. Oh, and it was worth the wait. Tibbs, look at this. The Jabaduck has the microphone two weeks out from Wrestlepalooza. Looks like the Jabaduck speaks. Your next JWF champion is the Jabba. Jabba. Duck, duck, duck. Holy shit. Um, that was, that was unsettling. I was, uh. I see why this is a man of few words because that just sent a shiver through the spine of the entire JWF audience and I can tell you it definitely sent a shiver up the spine of Mark Plays. So you gotta think Mark now has to go on to fight that this Wednesday in the finals of Block B. You know, most people are scared of the Jebedoc just by looking at the man. But now you gotta... You gotta think about what what is behind that face, that, that evil conniving voice, that 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 voice that shakes your entire soul. That is that is the Jebedoc, the Jebedoc. That is. Duck. Yep. Duck. Okay, still doing it, ain't you? I think his Duck. eyes. Oh, there's another one. I think his eyes started glowing green at one point. That that man is terrifying, but. Doesn't matter if it's Mark Plays, doesn't matter if it's the Jebedoc, we already know who they are going to be facing at Wrestlepalooza. And that, of course, is going to be the man who won Block A, quite appropriately, the man known as Block A Tanner, Blake Tanner, one half of the BS, another man who's going to be playing double duty because, of course, we know the BS also fighting in an epic matchup for the JWF Tag Team Championships. That's so, you got to wonder, I mean... There's no shortage of people who pull double duty uh, on big shows, on pay-per-views, even just uh, on our regular weekly television shows. But uh, pulling double duty at Wrestlepalooza is a real big ask, honestly, for anybody. Even even uh, one half of uh, uh, the BS, like either Blake or Scotty, to ask them to, to, to do two matches, that, that's a hard ask. Is, of course, Blake Tanner, I think, uh, getting very lucky last week in the finals of the uh, the Block A tournaments. Of course, we know Blake lost his match against Robert Hill, but Griffin Clouds, the only man who was close in points to Blake, also lost to the man known as Guy Fietti. And if they, if, yeah, I think Fietti up to that point had been virtually... Uh, not undefeatable, almost the exact opposite of defeatable. Everyone had been beaten. And then, of course, that very last moment, Guy Fietti decided to take a moment for himself and crush the, the Wrestlepalooza dreams of Griffin Clouds. You know, that had to have been a vendetta from the king of Flavortown. Uh-huh. I think he just saw saw Griffin Clouds, saw everything that Griffin could achieve, and I think that just snapped Guy Fietti in a way that uh, we haven't seen him perform in a while. That is 
That's right, but now we know it's going to be Blake Tanner versus either Mark Blaze or the Jabadook at Wrestlepalooza. But for right now, he is backstage with his tag team partner, Scotty Moore, and one of our top interviewers to discuss their plans ahead of the show of shows. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Honey Pot McZinky Boy here. Backstage with the number one contenders for the JWF Tag Team Championships at Wrestlepalooza, the men known as the BS. Now, Blake, in addition to fighting for the JWF Tag Titles, we also found out last week that you will be competing in the J1 Finals against the winner of Block B. How do the BS plan on balancing out these two matches? Yeah, Blake. How exactly do we plan on balancing that out? Well, Scotty, the same way I always have. I'm going to give it my all. I mean, look at me. You're talking to the man who has fought on every single episode of Defiant since it began. An accolade that no other man can hold. You are talking to the man who has gone undefeated all year. You lost to Ghazi. Almost undefeated. You lost to Robert last week. Mostly undefeated, okay? The point is, when the pressure is on, who else can you trust but Blake Tanner? Blake Tanner works his best when he is under pressure. Have you not followed me for the past how many years at this point? When Blake Tanner is in the room and the chips are down, he is going to win. He is guaranteed to win. That pressure is what led to me holding the JWF Championship for over 300 days. Give you a little history lesson. More recently, I defeated Momoa Curry for the JWF Defiant Championship. All on my own, something I've never been able to do. But when that pressure was on, there was only one thing for Blake Tanner to do, and that was win. Pressure builds diamonds, honeypot. And Blake Tanner is the biggest fucking diamond you've got. Indeed it does, yes. I'm sure the pressure will most certainly be on for both of you this Wednesday on Defiance as well as you go up against uh, one of your oldest rivals, honestly, in the form of the VWO. What? How are you boys uh, preparing to uh, to take on this massive rematch? Oh, wait, wait, Blake, hold on. Wait, what, Blake, we're doing what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah hold on. Listen, I, I may have booked us a match against Griffin and Justin. It was a little bit of a warm-up, you know, Blake, on Wednesday. for. We have a match for the titles in, like, two weeks. You got the biggest tournament final in the history of the JWF the day before that. We, we can't... I, no, I don't know how to do this anymore other than be under constant pressure, Scotty. This is the only way I can do it. Look, it'll be fine. Griffin was real sad after he lost that J1 matchup, and I didn't want to make him upset, so I decided to okay, give him a okay, okay, consolation. Okay, okay, fine, fine. We'll kick the VWO's asses one last time, but that's it. No more matches, no more brawls. That is going to be it for Blake Tanner on Defiance. Jesus Christ, we have to win. Yeah, don't worry, buddy. It'll be fine. Yes, and to the VWO this Wednesday, as much as I appreciate this reunion, my partner has invited for us, as much as I appreciate getting to write one more chapter 
and the greatest rivalry ever written in as much as I can't wait to see you attempt to ride our coattails one more time. The truth is, VWO this Wednesday, Blake and I, we're not going to be staring at you from across that ring. We're going to be staring through you. And that's because our minds are already set on one thing and one thing only, and that's winning the JWF Tag Team Championships at Wrestlepalooza. You see, boys, old Scotty Moe has gotten into a bad, bad habit over the past few years, and it's the fact that Scotty Moe refuses to leave Wrestlepalooza without gold over my shoulder. The captain's title, Tag Team Championships, the World Heavyweight Championship. Hell, I became a Triple Crown Champion just at Wrestlepalooza. In fact, the only time I wasn't able to walk out of that show with a belt was because the man standing next to me won it instead. And once again, you two are attempting to come along and rain on our parade. Knock us down those power rankings a little bit. But here's the thing, boys. Every single time you try to rain on our parade, we send a monsoon after you. You interfere in our matches, you get beat down. You chase us for championships, you get embarrassed. You took those titles away, and we got you kicked out of the company. Twice. And now, apparently you're trying to make it a three-peat. You are trying to rain on our parade on JWF Defiance, the house, the BS built, while you have been ignoring the one thing that you should have known about dealing with the BS from the very beginning. And it's that the house always wins. Bada boom. Fuck, it was, damn it, you didn't have to say bada boom. It was cool, and then you threw bada boom on the end. Bada boom. You're bada not being stopped. You're not allowed to watch The Sopranos anymore. Well, Come on, let's go get some of the gabagoo. Okay. Well, Samson, it looks like the BS boys, two weeks out of WrestleMania, are not exactly on the same page as it were. You know, Sills, I think that's just the way they always are. I don't know if the BS boys have ever been on the same page, and that is a terrifying prospect, or if they ever are. <laughs> that is right, Tibbs, but you gotta also think Scotty Moore brought it up trying to knock them down the power rankings. If the VWO managed to get that victory this Wednesday over one of their greatest rivals, that Wrestlepalooza uh, landscape might get shifted up quite a bit. Demon Inc. might have a whole lot more to worry about. That is very, very true. I mean, if there's anybody that could take it to old Demon Inc., I mean, last best hope. Is a BS. That is right. And, um, uh, well, ladies and gentlemen at home, we do need to move to a unfortunate situation that Captain Tibbs and I have become aware of over the past few weeks. It would appear that the man known as Rat Boy Connor was caught in downtown Miami selling cocaine milk to local youths. Of all the things, I just... And I would like to say, as... As captain of the JWF, this is reprehensible behavior, and Rat Boy Connor has been summarily released from his contract with the JWF. Rat Boy Connor's actions have greatly disappointed myself, Captain Tibbs, and the entire JWF universe, but we do wish him well in his future endeavors. Which is probably selling more cocaine. That is right, Tibbs. But 
you gotta think he has also left behind a big team in the form of Bananas and Pajamas and AJ Steele. A, a trio that have become a bit of a united front against a lot of the newcomers from JXT. The, the men known as Big Fisted. And of course we know Big Fiston also was aligned with the man known as Buddy until Buddy managed to get himself injured in a match against Shitty T Tibbs, what was the injury? He didn't seem to really get hurt too bad uh, in that match. You know, Sills, it's not really clear. All I know is that Buddy, he gave me a doctor's note that said he can't fight. As a matter of fact, it is just a... It's, this doesn't... This isn't really a real note. This just looks like stationary from a doctor's note. Tibbs, it says that he had the common cold. All right. Oh, God, get it away. Well, I guess, all right, I guess if uh, there's one thing that can take out Buddy, it's that. So now, looks like both team are down one man. But for right now, AJ Steele, Bananas and Pajamas, they are standing in our ring. So why don't we hear what they have to say to the uh, men known as Big Fisted. A couple of weeks ago, those rejects from JXT thought they got off easy. They stared down the most dominant group of individuals in this company's history, and we made a mistake because we showed them mercy by sending them to a hospital instead of their graves. And we thought that that mercy might have taught them their lesson to stay out of our ring. But instead, what have we been seeing lately, huh? We're seeing those idiots big fisting being booked in matches against the number one contenders. Hell, if they'd beaten the BS, they'd be fighting at Wrestlepalooza making a mockery of this beautiful sport I love. We see them backstage every week, running their mouths, talking about how much they love the JWF, how it's a boyhood dream come true. Fuck you, loser. You see, we see that no matter what we did, our lessons just couldn't get through the thick skull of those two idiots. So Bananas and Pajamas and myself have come up with a little proposition. So why don't y'all come on out here so we can get this over with? Well, Tim looks like a AJ Steele looking to make a big proclamation against the men known as Big Fiston who are coming out to the ring to see Tech and Mike. And of course, Vlad Tankman, the funky Russian himself, the crowd's going crazy for him too. Oh, they love him so, they love this little Russian man. Alright, well why don't we hear what he's got to say. Um, hello Banana Boys and uh, hello Racist Radio Man. Yes, uh, if you could be, uh, forgive us, but uh, we are a little bit of confused. You called us for apology, and we gave you apology, right? I, I feel like we did that, uh, yes? We even had cake. I mean, most of the most of the cake ended up slammed into Buddy's skull and sticking out of his eyeballs, but hey, you know, it was still there. We thought things were, uh, how do you say, uh, the okie-dokie or the choki. No! You have not learned your lesson! This is, this is not artichoke! Oh, okay, avocado. I I don't know. I I just I get the, I get the I get the the green things mixed up. I I am just a very confused man. I am not sure what lesson was. I mean, are you are you allergic to strawberry cake? Do strawberries make you die? Is that it? Is that why you crushed cake against Skull of Buddy Boy? He is also allergic to strawberries. No! Not no! Good. No! No! 
damn it! No! Fuck! Quit being stupid! You know this fucking stupid... A real person cannot be this big of an idiot! Shut your fucking mouth! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, 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 AJ, 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 calm down, brother! Okay, okay, yeah, let's do this breathing that we talked about, the in... Up yours, the woke moralists! We'll see who cancels who! Alright, okay, yeah, yeah, go listen here. Okay, I got this. Uh, we got these two right here where we want some, eh? Hey, don't we, AJ? You got them in the palm of your hand, the palm of our hands. Because all we want is just a little bit of a match. Fist Squad, a match at Wrestlepalooza. Yeah, that's right, baby. It's gonna be us against the uses. And there's gonna be a no rules. Just right. Gonna take you out back, baby. And you're gonna have to run through each and every one of us to win, which seems to be a real bad idea. Since you couldn't even put us away in a normal match, let alone without all the rules out the window. Oh, we're gonna put the screws to him. <laughs> Wait, 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 so are you saying uh, you want a tag team elimination match, yes? That's right, baby. And there are uh, no rules just right, Longhorn Steakhouse, right? No, it's no, it's Outback, it's not Longhorn, but you, you've got the basic idea correct. Okay, good day, good, we're in. Hey, yeah, that's right, baby. So, AJ, hey, AJ, hey, AJ, look at this baby. guy, look at this guy. Hey, he's got him, hey, excuse me, uh, Bananas Pajamas Men's, a... Um, I do have one small little tiny, just little question. Yeah, 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 go ahead. All right, everyone, get out your cameras. Get out your cameras, take a video, because you're going to want to make sure to remember these puke's last words. So what you got to say, Tank Man? Is it okay if we bring our dragon? Oh, damn Listen to that! That is the music of a man we have not seen since he lost the Defiant title a couple of weeks ago, but he is back and he's ready for war! Now poor the Stoppable is here! Oh! Hold on, let me just bring it in. Let me drink it in for a second. Oh, yes! So, I understand that you want a war, right? Well, guess what? You got one! Because Big Fiston and myself, we are not just coming to play games at Wrestlepalooza. No, no. We are coming for war games. Tibbs? 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 One of the most infamous matches in professional wrestling history. War games is coming to Wrestlepalooza. I don't know if we can do that. I guess I'm gonna have to see how legal that is. We're gonna do as close of an approximation as we can in WWE Gym K19 because War Games is coming to Wrestlepalooza and we're gonna see Big Fist and teaming up with a dragon. I'm absolutely terrified, but I know that everyone's gonna get a hell of a show. That is right, Tibbs, and there's going to be a hell of a show this Wednesday on Defiance. We already know we're going to see the VWO versus the BS in an epic clash between old rivals. Mark Place versus the Jebedook in the finals of Block 
B, Randall Crowley, Crush Atlas, and then of course that match you announced, the Hammer Man taking on Chuck Tibbs in a nautical rules bout. Oh, it's just gonna be uh, icing on the cake. We gotta, we gotta start putting buttons on everything before we get to Wrestlepalooza. And I hope you know, Wrestlepalooza, it's gonna be two nights of extreme violence. That is right, Tibbs. But before that, we do also have one last episode of Ignition to get through. Of course, we're gonna hear from the JWF champion himself, the Dylan, ahead of his matchup against the Jebeduk at Wrestlepalooza. We're gonna hear from the Whitney family. And of course, in the main event, in his final JWF Ignition appearance, Momoa Curry is going to give his farewell to the JWF and Tibbs. That is a can't miss moment. After everything that's happened over the last few weeks, I I just almost forgot. And now it's it's coming back and it's bringing it. The emotions are coming back. That is right. The final match of Momoa Curry coming to us at Wrestlepalooza, but we still don't know who will face him. Will it be Chuck Tibbs or will it be the man sitting next to me, Captain Tibbs? But until It'll be me! Alright, Tibbs, but until we get there, remember to support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS and pick up merch for your favorite superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Buy a lot of Tibbs merch because if by some crazy chance that it's not me, I'm gonna need a little bit of money for all of this uh, natty structure that I've done in my body. The Ico, just Ico Pro, just say Ico Pro. Alright, but until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs. I will see you next time.